you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life? Well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the reflection and extension of you who will be here each Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness changemaker and on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online, and you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back to another episode. It is a magical Monday here in the studio as I record. So happy to be here with you all. So blessed to get this experience in 3D with each and every one of you to connect via this uh this weird little thing called podcasting. <laughs> weird and magical and uh, just a whole lot of fun. So thank you guys for for playing along and connecting with me and sharing and growing together. It is uh, an honor and a privilege. Jumping right in for today, I would like to read a review. Uh, let's see here. I've got a review by Jackie MNP. And the title is A Dose of Life in an Arid Environment. I just stumbled on this podcast last week and have listened to like a hundred already. Wow. (laughs) Go Jaggy. I work in a high level government job in an overseas isolated community. It's really stressful and some of the people are toxic. This has me in the worst funk of my life. I can leave the job and I struggle back and forth wondering when the best time to do so would be and if the struggling is just a figment of my imagination, but I can't just move because my husband is a U.S. soldier. I've never been so out of touch with myself in my life. I'm 26, by the way. But I stumbled on this podcast on my way home from my granddad's funeral and listened to four hours on the plane. I haven't stopped since. It reignited something inside me, and his ideas and the episodes are like fuel to keep it going. Writing this makes me realize the reality I've created for myself is dismal right now. But I know I'm called to build something big and special that will change the lives of this world profoundly. We really can't go anywhere, but I can create something while we're here and for when we leave. Thanks, Brandon. Please don't stop. Heart. (laughs) Thank you, Jackie, for taking the time to review. And 
I think you're you're onto something here. Uh, first off, listening to a hundred in a week, wow, that's quite the download. So you definitely are are uh, taking it all in at all levels. It's sort of like a a vibrational bath, a, a long term spa experience, right? And uh, so happy that it's resonating uh, on a level that is helping you to deal with this transition, this this quote unquote challenge, uh, this lump of coal that is uh, ultimately going to transmute into a diamond, right? As you are s- seemingly becoming more and more aware, uh, what can you do from where you're at with what you've got? Right? How can you make make the best of what's being served up? How can you not resist uh, the situation and instead say, "Can I be the space for this? Can I wrap my arms around this and bring love here and find a way to 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 see the magic and make magic with my perspective in the situation that I find myself in?" Now, what happens is all of a sudden you start doing that. It transforms the experience. It also is helping you to. Uh, you're no longer in a, a state of resistance, so it opens you up so that change can happen. And make no mistake, change can happen in ways we never even imagine can can happen uh, to sort of move you on. When you've learned the lesson you need to learn from the situation you're in, uh, then you know you will move on one way or another. So if you're there, you know it's perfect, right? A master is someone who embraces whatever shows up because it's exactly what they need to get to the next greatest and grandest version of themselves, to become the next greatest and grandest version of themselves. And you're exactly where you need to be. And, uh, you know, not to say you're meant to be there forever, not to say you're meant to be there in 10 minutes. I don't know. But if you're there now, as you listen, uh, love that. And that is, uh, my feedback on that. So, uh, not that you asked for it, but you know, you're going to get it on the show, whether you asked for it or not. It's part of the deal around here. And, uh, so thank you, Jackie, for taking the time to review. And for those of you who haven't reviewed, uh, on iTunes. Uh, as you know, I love my reviews. They really fuel my fire to continue this labor of love and they help us to reach new people, uh, of course, by by giving a good review. So uh, yeah, good all the way around. And uh, so please do so if you haven't done so. You can, of course, find the show on all kinds of different podcast apps and SoundCloud and what have you. And some of them may have reviews and some not. So review wherever you can, but iTunes is sort of the the holy grail, if you will. Also, if you're not on the Facebook group, uh, please join us. Positive Heads with an S. Uh, A lot of lovely listeners there mixing it up, sharing, connecting with one another. Uh, I absolutely... Uh, strongly encourage you guys, if you're looking for like-minded individuals to connect with, uh, soul family, if you will, that is the spot. So i uh, love to see you on there. And then um, speaking of, uh, you know, I love getting questions from you guys. And you can write in via Brandon at positivehead.com is my email or just through the positivehead.com website uh, on the contact page or on the Facebook group. Uh, oftentimes, assuming that we see them, uh, you can you can tag me if you have a question even in in the group and then uh, we will uh, hopefully get around to answering it in this in today's case I am going to get around to addressing a question or not even this was uh, well yeah it was it was asking for advice from the whole group and uh, I want to go ahead and give my two cents to Courtney from the Facebook group she said hey guys I have had a weird phobia paranoia develop over the last six months. It started with nuts. I started to become really afraid of going into anaphylactic shock via allergic reaction. I've never in my life been allergic to anything. Besides one time I got bit in the neck by a wasp and it made my throat feel like it was swelling up. 
With the foods now, I basically hallucinate I'm going into aphylactic shock and going into a panic attack. Now it's gotten worse. I've started worrying foods I normally eat are going to make me swell up. I was bitten by a lone star tick pretty bad. The head got stuck in my skin. Bad. I always Google to be aware of anything possible, things I should be watching out for. And apparently you can develop a red meat allergy. Guess what I'm terrified to eat now? I know it's all in my head. I am, however, going to ask my doctor for an allergy test panel. But I feel like I'm going crazy. And I think this stems from a fear of death. I'm scared to die, to leave my husband and children, etc. This almost feels like a spiritual problem as well. Anyone have advice or input? Thanks. Okay, well, uh, Courtney, yeah, that is um, that is quite the uh, quite the journey. It sounds like you've been on the last six months, and uh, not to laugh at it, but uh, it's wow, it's intense, right? Uh, obviously, from your perspective, I can imagine it has not been uh, any fun whatsoever. <sighs> Where to start with this one? I mean, uh, you know what's what's happening here? Uh, apparently, is uh, you know, there's, there's some perspective and, and, and it's fear, right? Fear that's coming up. And a lot of times when we, when we start on our spiritual journey, uh, a lot of these fears, I know for me, I've had, I've had, uh, unrealistic, unrealistic fears of things happening, uh, in my case, more so to my loved ones, like my son, uh, I, like this, you know, unrealistic fear of him choking on something when he's eating food or something like that. And I've had to, um, I, you know, I really wondered where it would come from. Like, why, why this kind of thing? And, you know, you never know. There could have been something. There's, there's a lot of case studies where people go into past life regression and find that there's something similar that happened to them, some kind of experience that then is sort of traumatized. It's in their, it's in their you know, wherever it's recorded, DNA, you know, in your soul, like to, to be fearful of this thing uh, because you've had some kind of past experience with it. Uh, I don't know that for sure. That's just one thing that there's some really, really interesting case studies out there. So one thing might be interesting to do uh, rather than to go search for what new uh, allergy might exist and, and, and then to try and ponder whether or not you have it, um, maybe maybe consider doing like past life regression or something like that and seeing maybe get together with um, – you might be able to link up with someone who does QHHT, uh, like uh, Erica Middlemiss, who's been on the show, uh, you know, as a co-host many times, you guys know. She's a QHHT practitioner, and there's some other listeners that are QHHT practitioners as well. So not sure where you live, Courtney, but that's just one, like, kind of very quick thing to throw out. Uh, aside from that, and, and QHHT is, you know— uh, Quantum healing hypnotherapy, I believe it stands for. And so they take you under and sort of go to the root of things. And, you, you know, you're in an altered state. You connect with your higher self and things like that. So um, that may be something to check out more show, so than going to a traditional doctor and just trying to see if you can find something that they can they can sell you. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, that's just my two cents. Of course, you do whatever you feel you need to do. Um, the real root of the problem here, and I think uh, you've stemmed, you've touched on it, is your fear of death. And where does that come from? That comes from a perspective that there's somehow loss in that process. And that's a lot of what we're, we're really circling all the time on the show is this whole idea that, look, you're an eternal being that has always been and always will be. You didn't incarnate, I mean, you didn't get created when you were born. You incarnated in the physical dimension when you were born. You're not a human being trying to 
figure out the spiritual stuff, trying to have a spiritual experience, uh, nearly as much so as you are a spiritual being having a human experience. So you are an eternal being. I would say uh, that, uh, you know, to be scared of death is like being scared of life. And of course, they're two sides of the same coin. This is something that you've done for eternity. This is what you are. You, you've lived and died many times and ultimately found out there, there, there's really no such thing. There's just transitioning between uh, two worlds. Chief Seattle actually said something like that. He said, there is no death, only a change of worlds. So it's like going from one room to another. So your perspective is one that there is actual death and, and you actually can lose anyone. I would um, I would really focus on on changing your perspective, whatever you got to do. Instead of, instead of maybe uh, researching what new allergies you can conjure up and worry about and focus on, maybe start reading near-death experiences, you know, um, and that's what a lot of people, I mean, they're reassuring when you see a lot of these people having similar stories across the board uh, that uh, we actually exist beyond uh, this life. You know, you go back and listen to my interview with Dr. Eben Alexander, one of the most famous near-death experiences, the Harvard's neurosurgeon uh, who spent, you know, a week on the other side and came back with his story. So there's countless stories like this. So I would really suggest... You know, understanding that you're in control of what you focus on. Yes, these thoughts are going to come up uh, when they do, you know, send love to them and release them and say, I, you know, thank you. Thank you for, you know, this, this part of my journey is dealing with fears that are deeply encoded inside of me. As you're on your journey, these things are now starting to unlodge and come up and you can look at them and say, thank you for, for serving me, but I no longer need you and, and do some sort of a visualization, uh, um, you know, to, to, uh, you know, release them or to bring healing to the thoughts and the ideas, create some kind of practice every time it comes up. The most recent interviews with Belinda Womack, she talks about bringing purple, purple, envisioning purple light, uh, overcoming any kind of fear or anxiety or any thought like that. You're doing some kind of visualization to, uh, you know, she talks about that being, you know, of course, purple being the most high vibrational, color represented uh, representative of the spiritual dimension and all the healing attributes and things that go with it so use that that uh you know visualization to bring some sort of healing to these um these things when they pop up but yeah just to give you know more perspective on this idea that you're an eternal being that always has always been and always will be. You can't lose anyone or anything. You are going to take breaks from each other. Yes. Uh, you know, Paul, Paulo, uh, Paulo Coelho said, we never lose our loved ones. They accompany us. They accompany us. They don't disappear from our lives. We are merely in different rooms. Uh, Thich Nhat Hanh said, there is no birth. There is no death. There is no coming. There is no going. There is no same. There is no different. There is no permanent self. There is no annihilation. We only think there is. Eckhart Tolle said, death is a stripping away of all that is not you. The secret of life is to die before you die and find there is no death. So what did he mean there? He meant you want to get into a state where you're completely okay with the idea of death for, your, for yourself, for your loved ones, because you understand we only go to different rooms. It's a, it's a temporary uh, you know, separation between these uh, other parts of self, ultimately, is what they are, right? And you know, imagine spending your eternity with your husband in the same room. You would go 
pretty crazy, right? You would no longer, but having that break, anyone, right? If I mean, if you have a, a billion years in the same room with the same person, you're going to pretty much want to, uh, who knows, you'll gouge their eyes out probably at least the first thousand years in, right? So you're, they're going to drive you crazy. So this is how we really appreciate each other by having the, this sort of, uh, this, whimsical story that God, you know, God loves a good story while this is why any of this exists at all. So we create separation in these separate characters and we get to uh, see them and love them and then miss them so that when we reconnect, which is inevitable, it has more meaning, more value. You know, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. So instead of being fearful of this temporary absence that's inevitably going to happen and has already happened to you throughout eternity, by the way, you just have amnesia to the fact, and yet here you are with them again, right, after previous separations. So instead of uh, resisting this idea, uh, die before you die, accepting it, right, and and know that there is no death and relax into the beauty of the process because it actually serves you. It's not working against you. It's working for you. If you were locked in the room with your kids for eternity, you would go crazy and your love might shift. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, if you, it's just bringing a new perspective. And that's really the, the thing that you really need to focus focus on and don't beat yourself up for having these things. Bring love to them. When they arise, say, you know, thank you ego self for bringing up this, uh, idea of a new allergy or what have you, but um, I'm not buying into that fear. It's it, You either can choose love or fear, right, in any moment. That is uh, rooted in fear, and I know that I, Courtney, am a being made of love. That's what I am. I am love incarnate, and so instead I'm going to focus on love, and I'm going to bring love to this fearful thought, actually. Thank you for serving me. Thank you for giving me the experience, the contrast to uh, grow beyond uh, just just falling for the fearful thoughts and chasing them down the rabbit hole of, you know, panic and anxiety and all the things that they lead to as you build on those thoughts, as you continue to focus on those thoughts, you know, stop Googling, just stop, you know, <laughs> accept, surrender to what life is going to bring your way. If it's going to bring an allergy, let it bring it. It's meant to be. There's nothing that you need to, you don't need to go searching for uh, problems. You're just calling in more problems. So uh, I did find a little clip here from uh, Abraham, how to release anxiety by, uh, it's on the uh, David Archer YouTube page. It's a pretty short clip, but it, it touches on some really good points here that, uh, that I think will help anyone having these issues. Take a listen. Good morning. It is. Um, I'm fairly new to this teaching, uh, although I've been uh, you know, part of a spiritual and metaphysical. We get what you mean, but, but it's not true because you, you are, you're all really old and you've been feeling emotions for a long time. Sure. So this isn't new. Well... I um, have been struggling with um, addictions, compulsions. Uh, I've you've, been, you've been making your way to better feeling places. You've been well-intentioned. Mm -hmm. You've been taking the path of least resistance as best you could. Yeah. But, but when, when the path of least resistance is an action, 
then it sometimes leads to more struggle. Mm -hmm. Where if the path of least resistance is vibrational, emotional, then it, it always leads to a clearing, you yeah. see. So yeah. first of all, compliment yourself on caring about how you feel. And stop beating up on yourself on doing the only thing that you could figure out how to do, which did make you feel better. In that moment. And then compliment yourself for, for being here, because you didn't get here without some vibrational alignment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I need to learn ways to release my anxiety. It's just, it's in my mind. And well, you can't release anxiety. You just have to focus it out. You can't, that, in other words, releasing anxi anxiety, that's like saying, I need to find a way to not feel this hot stove. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find a way to not feel it. Something's wrong with me because I feel it. We say nothing's wrong with you that you feel it. Anxiety is not, you, yes, you don't want, it's true, you do not want anxiety, but you do want emotional awareness. Yes. And so, it is, so releasing anxiety is like, in other words, what you're saying is, I'm focused upon something that causes anxiety, but I need to release the anxiety. And we say, you don't want to release the anxiety, you want to refocus until anxiety isn't the response. That's, that's a different way of looking at it, isn't yes. it? Yes. So I want, I want to find more good-feeling things to think about. You say, ooh, that's a really good thing to want. Do it first thing in the morning. That's when it's easiest. Because if you wait until things have happened in the day, then it's harder. But if you do it early on, it's easier. And then every day you do it, it gets easier and easier until before you know it, anxiety isn't even an often used word for you. What anxiety... Chronic anxiety, if you've got a lot of it, what it means is you've been living life fully, you've been focusing because you have a powerful mind, you've focused yourself into a lot of expansion that your beliefs aren't letting you, letting you experience. Well, so there's a tug of war going on inside of you that feels like anxiety. So you could say it in a different way, I've become more than I'm allowing. That's a, that's a more hands-on approach then I've got anxiety. Yes. I've become more than I'm allowing. Well, everybody has. Everybody has become more than they're allowing. Yeah, but I must have really become more than I'm allowing because I really feel anxious. And we say, well, then focus on things that you feel a little less anxious about. And, and as you show yourself that you can, in your words, control your anxiety, mm -hmm. we would rather say, I can direct my thoughts that, that produce less evidence of disconnection, yes. I, can, I, I, can, I have the ability to focus. You know that about yourself. You, you are tenacious, like a dog on a bone. When you get hold of something, you don't let go of it. Focus is a good thing, but focus that produces anxiety, not so good. Focus is still good, but what you're focused upon isn't so good. Mm -hmm. And what you're focused upon, if there's anxiety present, means you're focused in opposition to what you want. That's all it means. Most people say, yeah, because conditions demand it. You want, me to, you want me to put my head in the sand? You don't want me to notice what's going on in the world? Yeah, that's what we mean. <laughs> we, want, we want you to care about how you feel first and foremost. And then from that place of alignment, oh, then you'll start focusing into the world in a way that is so productive and beneficial to you and to the world. Thank you. It is easier said than done. Yes. 
and it is easier heard than applied. But it is much easier accomplished than not accomplished. Because once you get a, the hang of this, ah, oh, then you're free, and then you're clear, and then you're happy, and then it just gets better and better and better and better and better. So you're going to stop beating up on yourself? Sure. You didn't compliment yourself about addictions. It was a pretty good path for a while. Served you pretty good. It wasn't wrong. It wasn't wrong. It was well-intentioned. It wasn't wrong. It was well-intentioned. But it was action instead of vibration. Right. It was trying to get something from a condition rather than from a vibration. And all of the resources come from vibration. That's where they all are, you see. Yeah. Nice to know, huh? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I love how she, you know, she says here, look, you can't release anxiety. You just need to focus it out. Um, you want to refocus, make it, you know, once again, you are in control. It's not happening to you. You control, you can control your thoughts. Yes, yeah, sometimes there things are going to pop up and you didn't want it there. So, you know, it just kind of came out of nowhere, but then you can take the power and refocus. Uh, you want to really work on refocusing until anxiety is not the thought. So can quit when you catch yourself going, it started, right? Just quit going down that path. Focus on the things you feel less anxious about. Instead of going and Googling what new sickness you might get, uh, take a, a pad and pen and start writing all the things you're grateful for. You know, you're focused in opposition to what you want. And, you know, what she says here is, yes, put your head in the sand. We want you to care about how you feel first. This was, you know, as I said earlier, and she touched on as well, this was a good path for you. It served you for a while. It brought you here, gives you the experience of overcoming this and being stronger and more uh, living more fully by dying before you die, by accepting that as a, as a beautiful thing, not something that is to be feared. Um, and, you know, this was a good path. It served you for a while, but you know, your research, you're taking all these actions, right? Uh, looking for problems instead of focusing on vibration. Make your vibration. Start your day with writing all the things you're grateful for instead of fearing about these things with your 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 life, you know, uh, focus on all the things you love about your life. And uh, when you start focusing on vibration instead of taking action external, this is really when our lives can turn around and you realize you have all the power because everything, your number one job here is to manage your vibration. Every single one of us, all the things external that are happening are happening uh, as a result of your vibration. So let's not give our, our vibration to fear. Uh, and I know sometimes, you know, it's easier said than done, even as she said, right? But it's a daily conscious effort. Do little things to to turn the ship around and uh, you will be that much more because you went through it. And so even bring love to that process that you're going through. Ah, well, looks like we're out of imaginary time for today. I do have a song I actually played maybe six months or so ago, but it's, uh, I love the song. Uh, and uh, I actually played the artist a different song from them recently, Jim James. But um, oh yeah, I'm going to replay one from six months ago because it's appropriate. Uh, it's called Here in Spirit. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy this as much as I do. Until next time, journey well. 
Also, if you're craving more consciousness-elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000-plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear me constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration, and if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out.